This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. On balls of Malabriard. Watching the Grabian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello, welcome to Ryan Watches Movie. This is episode number 234. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? Good, Ryan. Also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? Pretty good. Nice. What movie do we have you watch? Demon Lover. (laughs) (laughs) Demon Lover. This came out in 2002. This is written and directed by uh, Olivier S.E.S. I don't know how to, I never know how to pronounce his last name. S.E.S.? Kevin? um... Oh, I just had it in my head. <clears throat> I forget. <laughs> it was right there, and then I lost it. All right. Uh, pick this. So uh, he, he has a new movie coming out this week, Personal Shopper, uh, which looks pretty good. I have a synopsis here for this one. Two corporations compete for illicit 3D manga pornography, sending spies to infiltrate each other's operations. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds great. Yes, Ryan, tell us about this one. Uh, well, the movie starts off with two women, and they're off playing talking about their jobs. And one woman eventually poisons the other one, and you find out that the one who did the killing was an assistant. <laughs> To the woman who was killed. Anyway, she was killed, and then her assistant takes over all of her jobs. And her biggest credit job is trying to get uh, licensing for head to life pornography. And later, find out well, this lady runs into other Americans as well as other French people. And one of the people she runs into is uh, uh, Chloe Sauvignon. And her business partner is a French guy. I'm not really sure how to pronounce his name. And at first, this guy was assistant lady are kind of attracted to each other but nothing happens time goes by in the movie and they show a lot of Japanese cartoon form and people are excited about it and they all begin to fight over the rights and it turns out the lady I tried to buy the licensing. The American lady is Gina Grissom. And she is also, you later find out, a spy for this rival company who is also in Nintendo. And she eventually she gets a fight with this assistant lady. And this assistant lady. Smothers her, and now all not say it won't make any sense because it didn't make much sense to me. Uh, I know the lady then. 
I just lost my train of thought. Oh my god. <laughs> are we are we perhaps in the midst of the first Ryan Holes breakdown? When Ryan watches the movie. No, I had it on my it's in my tongue because uh, my mind just went completely blank. Hold on, I gotta replay it all over my head. I'm just imagining your thought process and you're just rewinding the whole movie. I do like to think of that. Like two hours and nine minutes, he's sifting through all of that in his head right now. Okay, opening credits. I'm just hearing the VCR noise. <laughs> Connie Nielsen, okay. Gina uh, Sean, okay. Alright, so after this is lady kills this other lady. So we're back to the beginning? Then now. I told you what I'm gonna say and make no sense to me. That's probably not gonna make much sense when I say it alone. Because it was all subtitled, so it was hard for me to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't really want to. <laughs> um. <laughs> At least you just openly admit to that. God That's, damn it, that happened again. I'm sorry. After the assistant lady killed the other lady, something happened. Gina Gershon is turns out that she was. It turns out that uh, when they got a fight and she got smothered, the lady thought this lady thought she was dead, but she really wasn't. And she goes back to life, and her final blow. Before she apparently dies, is to knock this lady out with a little figurine that's in her room. Then she does. And the lady wakes up and she's back in her time, Chloe. And she all cleaned up. And then. God damn it. Mm. You're all flustered today. Yeah, this this one's a struggle, uh, huh? Oh, uh, that's us. The movie was a struggle. I have my things going through my head. And it's hard to differentiate them. I, I hope that you deviate and just start, like, talking about the plot of this week's Walking Dead episode. No, it's too difficult for me because, like I said, I was so belittled. So I didn't understand what was happening. Or I didn't really want to. I love that you just didn't want to. Did you just mentally check out like as soon as you saw subtitles? No, I I don't mental. This is the problem. It's hard for me to retell every single thing that happened. Mm. That's why I gotta keep replaying it over and over, man. Now, when subtitles show up on the screen, you know, within a minute or so, are you just like, oh boy, here we go? <laughs> not, oh, if it, not if it's a language I sort of understand. What language do you yeah. sort of understand? French. This is French. <laughs> this is this is in French. Or is there a decent? Yeah, this... Oh, okay. I'm saying I sort of understood the French part. But then they go from French to uh, English to Japanese. Mm. 
So when you mix in, it's hard for me to keep track. So if we keep it to English and French, you're okay because I mean I don't think me and Adam <laughs> knew this, but apparently you're a fluent French speaker. <laughs> well, you can understand French it. Speaker. Yeah, fluent, you can understand it. But if we mix, okay. So, but if we mix anything else in there, that's when things get out of hand. If you got to do anything more than you know than than two languages at a time, that's when things get out of hand for you. Sure. It's, <laughs> it's like you can juggle, but you can only juggle two oranges. And if, so we throw, if we throw another orange in there, everything just falls apart. It's a coordination thing. Mm-hmm. Mental coordination. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess we're not really going to... I mean, I, I wanted to see this anyway, and I didn't have the time. So maybe... Ooh, Sonic Youth does the music for this movie. <laughs> What was your thoughts on the Sonic Youth soundtrack, Ryan? There's not really much breathing throughout the movie, and I remember I don't know Sonic in that well. Gotcha. What are your thoughts on hentai? Um, personally, I mind. This is where my people are. I'm not much of a hentai lover either. Uh, a lot of it, I don't know. I don't know if uh, this movie has it, but a lot of it's like. A lot of bondage stuff, like girls being tied up and gagged. Yeah, that that's uh, the basis for the adornment. Okay, lady kills the other lady. Here we go. And she is wake up in a like they find out that she is on. It's sort of working with this at that place. And so there's this lady wake up in the middle of this bondage porn episode where this guy meets her and he, she wakes up and manages to escape. And when she escapes her car wreck, and then I think right, the guy that is Taurus takes her back. And the ending scene of the movie is you see a teenager on this sports site and her gets this credit card information. And they sort of play out whatever fantasy that he has on her. Like bondage was. Bondage wise, okay. <laughs> All right. So, what did you think of Demon Lover? Uh, like, like I said, I didn't understand. It. I really didn't care because the subject did really intrigue me. Because you're not still a, a lot of confusion. Is that because you're not a hentai guy, or is that because you're not a like a corporate espionage guy? I would say hentai. Okay. Cooper, that's pretty Okay. That's kind of exciting. So if they did corporate espionage for anything besides hentai, then you probably would have signed right up. And in two languages. Yeah, if they would have kept that Japanese out of there. Just Mm. the French and English. 
This movie sounds awesome. I, I can't wait to watch this. It sounds <laughs> pretty incredible. I love movies about corporate espionage, and when it's about corporate espionage involving a weird subject like hentai, um, that that intrigues me even more. So I'm. It's it's just sort of like it's hard for me especially for everything when there are the passage of three different languages. And I'm trying to figure out who's working with who. And who uh, like who. I, I don't want to harp on the whole language, the three language thing, but I'm just really confused as to why throwing in a third would 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 confuse Yeah, because it's still... Because it's, it's still English subtitles. Like, you're still reading the subtitles. I know, but in my brain, when I hear stuff... You're like, something's not right here. Something's yeah, got too much going on. Is, what it's not the same. It's probably, honestly, due partly at least to my disease. Mm. Not having coordination to go back and forth between hearing and reading. Uh, and doing it when things. You just kind of get overwhelmed with the sensory intake. Yeah. I gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. I could yeah. definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't. I doubt that you've seen any of this guy's other films. Um, he did Clouds of Sils Maria. Is that how you say that? Sure. Something in the Air, Summer Hours, Boarding Gate. Uh, he had a segment in Paris Jet to May. Kevin, what's your take on uh, Mr. Olivier? Uh, eh, eh. Clouds of Sils Maria was okay. Uh, Summer Hours, I couldn't even. <laughs> I did not like that one at it's- all. <laughs> For some reason, I, I thought that this was a guy who I've seen at least a few of his movies, but I don't think I've seen any of his movies. Well, that's fu- it's funny, too, because when we picked this, it's, I thought in my head, I'm like, oh, I've seen a number of his films. And I have, but that number is two, which I thought was <laughs> a, lot, a lot higher than two. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any. I definitely did not see Clouds of Sils Maria. I wasn't interested in that. And I, I mean, Summer Hours is another one of his big ones. Which is, eh, that was, eh. I don't believe I saw that. Yeah, I have not seen any of this guy's movies. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know why I thought that I saw a bunch of his stuff, but. Well, hell, I thought I saw a bunch too, but turns out I saw two. So. Hmm. I mean, um, I saw, I saw Parachute to May, so I could count that. I I do like the fact that on the. On the watch ranking, it goes me, Ryan, and now you at the bottom. I know, right? How how funny <laughs> is that? He's higher than me on that. I don't know. This guy's movies just until until you showed me this synopsis for Demon Lover, I was not I was not into it. But it is it is interesting to see like what his films have been recently, and then to look back at two thousand and two Demon Lover, and you're just like, what? What happened? Well, yeah, I was also, I was thinking about giving Ryan uh, Boarding Gate, which is another one that looks very similar. I Uh, thought about that one, too, until I remembered Demon Lover. And I kind of want to see Boarding Gate also, just because it looks like one of those amazing uh, 90s. Well, it's not even 90s. That came out in 2008. Holy crap. Yeah. Looks like a 90s erotic thriller. Asia Argento's in that one. Yeah, I guess. Oh boy. 
We got some catching up to do. Yeah, apparently. I mean, this guy's filmography is mostly positive. He only, out of his whole filmography, he only has two that are considered rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, and that is Boarding Gate and Demon Lover. The rest of his movies are like in the 90s for the most part. Like, it's funny people, because people love his stuff. And the funny thing is, is like on Letterboxd and stuff, I see everyone raving about Demon Lover. Like people love this movie. Maybe maybe it's uh maybe it's one that uh just it gets better with age. Yeah, just didn't click with critics at the time. The points I understood, Burkle. No, I like boy they lost my head. <laughs> is it is it a brain melter? Not like uh, the only way I can compare it to a soap opera. Mm. Like all the twists, or not twists, but all the plot, uh, I guess, yeah, would be twilight. Just like, that he is working with her, and who's not working with her, that changes five minutes later. It's hard to keep track of. Mm. So, Ryan, would you call this a diabolical techno thriller? Oh, boy. Mm. Uh, sure, I guess you could say that. You had me a techno thriller. Anything that's in, <laughs> I love, I love me some techno thrillers. Uh, I was looking through some of the reviews for this, and uh, Peter Bradshaw over at The Guardian called it flatulent, conceited, and very, very confusing. So other people did find it confusing, but uh, according to Peter Bradshaw, it's also flatulent. What does that mean? It sounds like fart. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what he what he means by that. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard of a movie being described as flatulent. Nope, nope. That's almost like oh, okay. deli- well, delicious. Okay. okay, I guess it's pretentious. Another word for pretentious. Hmm. So it's like he wanted to use pretentious, and he was like, mm, "No, maybe not the best choice." Pull up the source.com. <laughs> Maybe that's a bigger UK word. Who knows? Maybe, maybe. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Guardian. All right, Ryan. Let's go ahead and give you a drum roll on this. What do you give Demon Lover? I'm making words understood a four. (laughs) Okay, so four with the caveat of the parts that you understood get a four. Yeah. Understand. The parts I did not understand, they get a two. Ah, okay. All right, so are you familiar with Personal Shopper? Have you seen any trailers for this one? I, I'm not. It's a little Kristen Stewart action. I think it looks uh, interesting. You're a fan of Kristen Stewart, aren't you? I just like the fact that she's in that movie about my disease. Was it called um, Cake I don't like love her. I'm indifferent about her. I came around on her. Pretty big, pretty big time because I I was not a fan of hers at all. And then like recently, what she's been doing is like she's just been like hit after hit. Really interesting choices that she's making. Oh, and, really, I never saw the Twilight movies, but it really irritates me that she's in them. Because I, yeah, the- I mean, I feel the same way about uh, Robert Pattinson too. Like. You're at, just... at, at first, when like when the two of them came out with the like those Twilight things, I'm like, oh god, they're so horrible. But then it was funny because both of them started making really good movies or interesting movies 
afterwards, and it was like, okay, all right, I see the talent there. Let's see what you guys are doing. I like both of them. This movie made less than a million dollars. Wow. In the U.S., yeah. Oh. Uh, what do you What do you think about Kristen Stewart, Kevin? I'm actually looking here to see. Well, certain women. That's probably the last yeah. time I saw her, and she was. Yeah. She was. She was great in that. Yeah, she was great in that. She's great in about the Sils Maria. Uh, Welcome to the Rileys. She was pretty good in. Adventureland. Adventureland. She was pretty good in. Yeah. Overall, she's solid. Yeah. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, get on her for the Twilight thing. You've got to make that money. Yeah, got to make that bank. Well, I think that they did, both her and Robert Pattinson did the right thing by, after those movies, after that series was over, they completely distanced themselves from, like, the big Hollywood blockbuster, and they both started making art films, like, after that. Well, yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta use that. That's that stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because now you got that. I don't know what that cushion what they call that. Well, it's more of so like a like a you know uh, kind of how like you bring in money being a being in a certain caliber. You know your name on the marquee or whatever. Right, right. So people are like, yeah, we'll put you in this movie because you got a big fan base. I mean, she's got a ridiculous fan base. Uh, have you ever? Have you ever tweeted about her? Have you, yeah, have you ever accidentally <laughs> tweeted her entire name and a whole shit ton of people just... It's nuts? unbelievable. Her, her and Robert Pattinson. Anytime I tweet about either one of them, it's like this horde <laughs> of people that, that Yeah, come. because... It's so weird. Like I, I started... I forget when I initially got on Twitter, but like slightly after that was I watched Clouds of Sils Maria and I was like, oh, Kristen Stewart's really great in that. I didn't know. I had no idea. <laughs> you were like, prepared. Like, my tweets have never gotten like likes or retweets or anything. And it was just my phone's just like, it's going on. It's wild. Anytime you, anytime you tweet about them, it's just, if, you, if you're looking to get people to notice you on Twitter, just tweet about one of them. Cause holy yeah, crap. It's, crazy. it's out of control. All right, Ryan, any final thoughts on demon lover or personal shopper? Confusing. Mm, mm. <sighs> now, Kevin, I think you said you were interested in Personal Shopper, right? I am, yes. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, talk about it at some point on the show. All right. I think that that is going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash filmpulse, and consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber for just $1 a month. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name is Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See ya.